This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever wish someone would just give you a map of your life so you didn't have to figure it all out on your own? Therapy can kind of feel like that because it gives you a space to talk through your options and choose a path you feel great about. Visit betterhelp.com super to give it a try. Hey brother! Guys, today is the day. People have been asking for years for us to bring back the Google autofill game and you have been heard. Today we ask, why does Dumbledore Google autofill? If you're not familiar with the Google Google autofill game, it's super easy. We just go into Google, type in why does Dumbledore, and then each letter of the alphabet, Google fills in the rest of the question, which I then answer with 100%-ish accuracy. Occasionally, Google will throw in an extra word or modifier at the beginning, but it's okay, we just roll with it. Let's begin. A, why does Dumbledore ask Snape to kill him? Ah, should have known this would be first, but it's a very simple answer. It happens in Half-Blood Prince when Draco has been tasked by Voldemort to kill Dumbledore as punishment for Lucius losing the prophecy the previous year. But in the time it took Voldemort to come up with that brilliant scheme, Dumbledore has done the work for him by discovering one of Voldemort's horcruxes, the ring in the old gaunt shack. Dumbledore immediately recognizes it as the resurrection stone, and hoping to see his family again, he puts it on, but accidentally unleashes a deadly curse onto himself. Thankfully, Snape is able to slow down the curse, but the clock is now ticking, and Dumbledore asks Snape to kill him when the time comes so that Draco won't have to in order to spare Draco from tarnishing his soul. B. Why does Dumbledore's brother hate him? Okay, so to be fair, hate might be kind of a strong word here, but Albus's brother, Aberforth, dislikes him because he blames Albus for the death of their sister, Ariana. He believes that if Albus had been more focused on her and less focused on, well, you know, world domination with Grindelwald, she might still be alive and he might be right. C, why does Dumbledore care about Harry? Uh, what? Pfft, duh, cause he's the chosen one. No, don't care about that question. What I do care about though is the next one, which is why does Dumbledore clap weird? And this is a fantastic question. I mean, have you seen him clap in the first movie? Like, what is this? What? To me, this has actually always just been an example of how polite Dumbledore is. Like, it looks kind of like a little golf clap, but it's even more considerate. Like, he's not even putting the insides of his hands together. That said, though, I've always imagined he has also, like, magically enhanced this clap to sound as if he was clapping like a regular person. Thus, he's able to respond with robust enthusiasm, but still maintain his polite composure. D, why does Dumbledore drink the potion in the cave? To which like, what do you mean? Like, did, why did he drink it at all? Or like, just instead of Harry? Well, specifically, he drinks it because he and Harry are looking for the Horcrux, and he concludes that the only way to retrieve it is drink it. First of all, this always bothers me that he never tries to just like scoop it out and dump it on the floor. He gets so focused on magically getting rid of the potion, he never thinks of this like obvious analog way to do it. And then don't even get me started on how Harry never tries just pointing his wand directly in Dumbledore's mouth and summoning the water. Like he fills the cup with the water and then hands him the cup and that doesn't work, but just, just point your wand right in his mouth, man. Although that probably probably wouldn't have worked either, but he doesn't even try. As for why Dumbledore drinks it instead of Harry, Harry actually asks him that too. Why can't I drink the potion instead? Asked Harry desperately. Because I am much older, much cleverer, and much less valuable, said Dumbledore. E, why does Dumbledore employ Filch? Personally, I would argue that he doesn't, but still, great question. Because yeah, why on earth would you employ someone who hates kids, can't do magic, and hates cleaning to be the lone caretaker in a school full of magical children? 
children who are constantly making magical messes. Like, it seems rude to everyone involved. I suppose at the very least you're employing a squib, which is its own kind of generosity, like if he feels like he doesn't want to exit the magical world, but it also feels like a certain kind of torture, which he's into, by the way. God, I'll miss the screaming. The guy actually in the movie, the guy, man, the guy playing Phil does such a good job, especially in the first one. It almost looks like he's like hamming it up to like scare the students. Either way though, I don't think it matters. I don't think Dumbledore truly employs Filch at all because I think he is a poltergeist in the same way that Peeves is. If you don't know, poltergeists differ from ghosts in that they are the manifestation of a concentrated kind of behavior in a location. So like Peeves is the manifestation of all the rule breaking happening at Hogwarts. And so then Filch is just the opposite. He's the manifestation of all the rule following, probably by the teachers or the prefects or Maybe, maybe just Percy. I happen to be a school prefect. And so then the reason he can't do magic is because magic, you know, breaks the rules. So while Peeves is highly magical, Filch is not. F, why does Dumbledore favor Gryffindor? I mean, because their names rhyme, duh. Gryffindor, Dumbledore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the doors. <laughs> Better than Jorgen and Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if you got that reference, high five. Well, for one, Dumbledore himself was in Gryffindor, so there's that. But really, it's more a favoring of Harry than Gryffindor specifically. I mean, whatever house Harry ended up in, they were gonna start winning the House Cup for the next few years. Because don't forget, Dumbledore alone knows the full prophecy, so whatever he can do to help Harry get to defeating Voldemort, he's gonna do. And if a couple of kids have to lose the House Cup along the way, who cares? Gee, why does Dumbledore give Ron the Deluminator? The Deluminator, in case you've forgotten, has two special powers. First, it can put out the lights, something we actually don't see magic for anywhere else in the series, which I find fascinating. And no, Nox doesn't count. That just turns off Lumos. It doesn't put out other lights. But the bigger power is that if you're separated from Lud... Separated from Lud... Lud, Lud ones? The l Poorly written paragraph by me. But the bigger power is that if you're separated from loved ones, should they speak your name, it can transport you to them by producing a ball of light that enters your heart and directs your location after you apparate. And the kind of tragic thing about that explanation is that we know the hallow that Dumbledore sought the most was the resurrection stone because he wanted to see his family again. So weirdly for Dumbledore, that part of the Deluminator would never really work because the people he loved never could say his name. Which is extra sad when you consider that this is an invention of his own design. So it's possible he was like trying to find a way to communicate with them, but it just, it doesn't work for him. But it does work for Ron, which might be why he gave it to him. But Harry and Ron kind of answered this question for us in the book anyway. He knew what he was doing when he gave me the Deluminator, didn't he? He, well, he must have known I'd run out of you. No, said Harry, he must have known you'd always want to come back. H, why does Dumbledore hire Lockhart? This is a great question because for all intents and purposes, Lockhart is a complete buffoon. I didn't get rid of the band and banshee by smiling at him. <laughs> the short answer is that the Defense Against the Dark Arts position is cursed, so every year they just have to find someone else and more and more people aren't wanting to do it and Lockhart does want to do it, so there's that. But the long answer is that Dumbledore hires Lockhart to specifically show Harry what fame can do to you. He knows that Harry is amongst the most famous kids to ever exist, and he's trying to show Harry how not to let fame go to your head. Hardly any of you remember that my favorite color is lilac. 
I, why does Dumbledore ignore Harry? Cause he's got better things to do than raise a baby, duh. Oh, you mean after that? This is in reference to Dumbledore ignoring Harry throughout all of Order of the Phoenix, where he refuses to make even eye contact with him. But the reason is that Dumbledore fears Voldemort has learned about the connection between himself and Harry. And if Voldemort thinks that Dumbledore and Harry are closer than just student and headmaster, Dumbledore is afraid Voldemort is gonna try and use Harry to spy on him. And indeed, when Harry and Dumbledore do briefly make eye contact, Harry feels a snake rising in him, ready to strike. So basically, Dumbledore is trying to avoid Harry being possessed by Voldemort because of what he thinks Voldemort might make him do. However, after Voldemort does try to possess Harry in the ministry, it's revealed that doing so causes him unendurable pain. So that threat vanishes and Harry and Dumbledore are free to speak again and even make eye contact. Jay! Okay, actually there wasn't really a good result for Jay, because Jay never gets the respect it deserves. But there is this one. Why does Dumbledore give Jacob a wand? Look out for Christmas. And I'm not gonna lie to you guys, I think the real answer is so they could put Jacob getting a wand in the trailer and make all of us theorists be like, oh my God, can Jacob do magic? Which I still think he's the heir of Hufflepuff, even if he can't do magic, but that's a whole different video. But in universe, Dumbledore is just trying to thwart Grindelwald's advantage of being a seer by creating so many off the wall futures that he can't actually see what's coming. So giving Jacob a wand is just part of the chaos. Which for clarity, dumb plan. That's not how seeing the future works. What if what he saw in the future was you making these plans? Then what, hmm? Okay. Why does Dumbledore know everything? Well, he doesn't know everything. He just has a lot of very good guesses. But on top of that, it's not just that he's a really talented wizard. He's also incredibly clever and has been working in espionage since like the first Wizarding War. He's had an eye on Tom Riddle since the Chamber of Secrets was opened the first time. And don't forget that Dumbledore is alone in knowing the full prophecy. So he has this little like extra nugget of information that Harry actually is more important than anyone realizes. He's also highly anticipating Voldemort's return, so he's looking for it everywhere. But there's plenty of times he doesn't know stuff, like he doesn't know how Sirius is breaking into the castle, and this one's beyond me, but somehow doesn't realize it's the Basilisk. Like, isn't one of his best friends Newt Scamander? Isn't this book required reading for first years? Isn't this in the book? It is, it is, so I don't know how I could figure it out. Guys, now we need to take a brief pause right there to give a huge thanks to today's sponsor, better help. There can be no doubt that the end of the year is a truly festive and exciting time, but it's also possible that the shift in cold weather or the wake that follows all the fun can result in the seasonal blues. This definitely happens to me and it can be the time of year or even after just a fun vacation. It's frustrating how it can happen, like I'll have been spending time with family, eating amazing food, taking time away from work, and then all of a sudden, seemingly out of nowhere, I can just find myself feeling down. Like the fun thing is over and now I have to wait for the next thing to roll around. But honestly, that's where therapy can step in by adding something new and positive to your life that can counteract some of those feelings and help you build tools to overcome them when they do happen. Like for me, one of the things therapy helped me zero in on was just how much better I felt after I would go on a bike ride in the woods with my friends. And now I just make sure I have those outings planned in advance. Things like that might sound obvious to you, but that's why therapy is helpful because on the outside, maybe it is obvious. It's just not obvious to you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com super today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot super. Link is in the description down below.
L, why does Dumbledore like Hagrid so much? Uh, duh, cause Hagrid's amazing. Pfft. No, but I think this is a question because it falls into the same category as why does he trust Snape so much? Like one seems evil and one seems kind of clumsy and yet Dumbledore trusts both with his life. I would trust Hagrid with my life. And Snape's reveal about Harry's mom is like a huge plot point with tremendous payoff for the overall story. So it feels like why Dumbledore trusts Hagrid should be equally epic. And honestly, I think it is, but I also don't think we're ever gonna get to see it because it doesn't look like we're getting a fourth or fifth Fantastic Beast movie. My best guess is that it has something to do with defeating Grindelwald. That battle takes place in 1945. Hagrid is expelled in 1942. So he would have been around at the time and Dumbledore would have already helped like keep him on at Hogwarts as gamekeeper. Plus the series is called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them and Hagrid's whole thing is beasts. So whatever Hagrid did, I'm thinking it was essential to defeating Grindelwald and probably saves Dumbledore's life and that's why Dumbledore trusts him so much. M, why does Dumbledore make Malfoy a prefect? Great question and Malfoy being a prefect feels incorrect when you're fed the story from Harry's point of view, but we know each house gets a boy and girl prefect per year. So really just think about who the other Slytherin boy options were. Crab, Goyle, Zabini? I mean, I guess Zabini does get invited to the slug club, but Draco is just a more competent wizard overall. So even if Dumbledore doesn't like him, which I don't even think is true, it's really just process of elimination. Also, had Lucius not already been in Azkaban, there's no doubt Malfoy would have been in the slug club. Slughorn's just, you know, playing favorites as usual. Speaking of Slughorn though, N, why does Dumbledore need Slughorn's memory? And he almost doesn't. Like he successfully concluded that Voldemort created multiple Horcruxes, but he just doesn't know how many. And that is the crucial bit of information inside of Slughorn's memory that Dumbledore needs. Okay, so there's not really one for O, but I guess we can go with why was Dumbledore so old? Well, you see, age is based on number of years alive and Dumbledore was born in 1881. So really it's just math. No, but wizards are simply capable of living longer than muggles. So older ages isn't that uncommon. There's actually a scene in one of the movies where a headline reads that the average life expectancy is 137 and a half. Also, also not for nothing, Dumbledore is friends with Nicholas Flamel who had access to the elixir of life. So who knows, maybe there were some uh, Sorcerer's Stone shenanigans at play, but I kind of doubt it. You don't look a day over 375. P, why does Dumbledore put on the ring? We kind of answered this a little bit earlier, but it's because he recognized the ring as the resurrection stone and one of the Deathly Hallows he had so sought after in his youth and thought that putting it on would allow him to see his family again. And in a way, if it had killed him, I guess he would have. Q, why did Dumbledore hire Quirrell? Well, when Quirrell was hired, it was actually for the Muggle Studies position and Quirrell was just a bright former student. But as ever, the Defense Against the Dark Arts position is cursed and so it constantly needs a new professor and Quirrell got moved to there. And then during the summer before Harry meets him is actually when he comes across Voldemort. But before that, he's just a regular guy who wanted to prove himself. Whoops. Honestly, I wonder if it was him being promoted to Defense Against the Dark Arts that made him want to like travel the world and like actually do some defeating of the Dark Arts, which led him to Voldemort, which would really be full circle because then Voldemort's the one who put the curse on the position in the first place. So that'd be kind of cool. R, why does Dumbledore remove his memories? Well, this one's pretty easy. He just tells Harry the answer directly. I sometimes find, and I'm sure you know the feeling, that I simply have too many thoughts and memories crammed into my mind. At these times, I use the pensive. 
One simply siphons the excess thoughts from one's mind, pours them into the basin, and examines them at one's leisure. It becomes easier to spot patterns and links, you understand, when they are in this form. It's also a handy way for someone else to experience your memories like he does with Harry when teaching him about Voldemort's past. Interestingly though, according to legend, the school is built where the founders dug up the pensive originally, so it feels like there's a lot of lore to be discovered there. S. Why does Dumbledore see socks in the mirror of Erised? He actually doesn't see socks. This is a complete lie he tells to Harry to conceal his actual and very personal answer of seeing his family whole and together again, which is ironic that he fears telling Harry this because it's the exact same thing Harry sees. T. Why does Dumbledore trust Snape? Yeah, whatever, boring question. Answer that back at the letter A. We're gonna skip down to this one. Why does Dumbledore take the knitting magazine? I do love knitting patterns. So I actually do love that scene, but it is not how it goes down in the book. Dumbledore does still admit to loving knitting patterns, who doesn't? But he uses it as his excuse for why he was in the bathroom so long. But the real reason is so Slughorn has alone time with Harry and begins to want to collect it. That said, I don't think he's lying about enjoying knitting patterns either. I think he has his own fascination with the muggle world. Like he likes the lemon drops and I do think he probably knits by hand, not by magic. You, why does Dumbledore use the Elder Wand? Great question. So Dumbledore did seek the Hallows in his youth and is eventually tempted by the Resurrection Stone as we've talked about a little bit earlier. But as for the wand, he wins it from Grindelwald who had sought it out for power, which Dumbledore no longer trusts himself himself with. However, clever as he is, he knows that he is very powerful and that if he has the wand, it is unlikely to end up in any other wrong hands. So in his own words, I was fit to own the Elder Wand and not boast of it, not to kill with it. I was permitted to tame it and use it because I took it. Not for gain, but to save others from it. V, why does Dumbledore's voice change? I'm not sure I understand this question. I mean, he's played by three different people like Jude Law and Richard Harris and Michael Gambon, and they're all just different people with different accents. So th that that's why his voice changes, right? You're welcome. W, why does Dumbledore want socks? Well, according to him, one can never have enough socks. And personally, I agree. Socks are amazing. Man, this whole video is just a throwback. X. Wow, really nothing for X. So, um, dance party? <laughs> well, that's on the internet now. Why? Why does Dumbledore yell in the Goblet of Fire? Why? 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 This is the most infamously poorly adapted scene from book to screen. The text reads, Did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire, Harry? He asked calmly. But alas, on screen he almost tackles him. But the answer is that Michael Gambon, who's playing Dumbledore in that scene, never read the books at all and was determined to make the character his own. And in an interview, he actually said, he's got to be a bit scary. All headmasters should be a bit scary, shouldn't they? A top wizard like him would be intimidating. And ultimately, he's protecting Harry. Essentially, I play myself. A little Irish, a little scary. That's what I'm like in real life. And truly, despite his different interpretation of the character, he has gone on to be a quite beloved representation of Dumbledore. May he rest in peace. And finally, Z. Why does Dumbledore zip so gracefully on a broomstick? Okay, fine, I made this one up. It didn't say anything for Z. But it's in reference to when Dumbledore and Harry are riding back from Rose Murchis and he like lowers himself on the broom like a seeker. And our theory is that when Harry says, The youngest Quidditch player in a century, according to McGonagall. That the player in question is actually Dumbledore. 
what? But as you do the math, Dumbledore's first year would have been in 1892, and Harry's first year is in 1991, so it's 99 years, or basically rounding up to a century. And Elvius Doge says that Dumbledore racked up every accolade possible at Hogwarts, so you have to think that means winning the Quidditch Cup, so he played Quidditch, and that would have also made him the youngest player in a century. But also fine, it didn't actually say anything for Z. Dance party. <laughs> These socks are amazing. But there you go, guys, A through Z. Why does Dumbledore Google autofill? I hope you enjoyed this blast from the past and I would love to do more. So if you wanna see more, one, please hit the like button, leave a comment, boost the algorithm, do all the, the things. But also, who should we tackle next? Let me know in the towel section down below. If you wanna see some more Google autofills, we used to do this kind of show a lot. We actually have an entire playlist of them right here. So uh, go check them out. But otherwise, Ben, until next time, I will see you in another life brother.